0: Signature room closing suddenly. Although I don't know a lot of people have gone to the signature room lately, which is maybe just a sign of the times. I always remember it as being very expensive, but you for special occasions or if you're bringing people from out of town, you could really just see spectacular views of our spectacular city. Over the years, the signature room has has had a lot of famous people visit there, too. A lot of important things have happened there, too. They've clientele at the fame spot over the years, according to the Sun-Times, have included Bulls, the Bears, the White Sox, and the Cubs have all had events of some sorts there. Politicians, actors, pageant winners, and rock stars have stopped by. Lady Gaga uh, celebrated the 31st birthday of her then-boyfriend, actor Taylor Kinney there. Mickey Rooney and Broadway star Jessica Grove stopped by in 1998 while in town promoting The Wizard of Oz. Lots of stars, lots of people have um, had special memories there, and I'm sure they still can treasure those memories, even though the place is no longer here. Joining us right now is from the Michigan, I'm sorry, the Magnificent Mile Association is Kimberly Bears. She is the CEO and president um, of that organization and can talk to us a little more about this. Hey, Kimberly, thanks for calling in to WGN today. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, Anna. It's a pleasure to be here. It's good to talk with you. So okay, I know there's a lot going on. Can you just and we want to talk about the Mag Mile and some of the things people may not know are going on that they can take advantage of instead of just the closed signature room. But can you just take a moment to kind of you know, lament a little bit about it and and talk about what that was once was here in Chicago? I think it was such an institution, as I said, kind of an expensive meal, a special occasion kind of thing for sure, but um something that has been part of a you know a really cool tradition in Chicago for many years.
1: Agreed, as you said, it it's it's been an institution, a beloved institution, and has been the place where many wonderful memories have been made, mm-hmm. um, engagements and celebrations, and wedding anniversaries, and uh, even wedding receptions. So it holds a special place in so many people's hearts, and it is indeed sad to see it go uh, after having been on the Magnificent Mile for 30 years. Mm-hmm.
0: Any thoughts about what might be in that space or is that it's just too soon? I know this might have seemed sudden to us. I don't know if it was sudden internally in terms of it closing its doors.
1: Well, it is too soon to say what might be coming there. Um, I'm sure it will take a little bit of time for the dust to settle and um, for ownership to figure out where it goes next with the space. But as you mentioned The views there are outstanding. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, there, there are very few places in the world where you can have that kind of experience. Um, you know, it's, it happens to be just a floor or two below, um, 360 Chicago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, the views there, as you would see in, in other towers are just extraordinary. So we're looking forward to the next incarnation, the next iteration, uh, in this space.
0: Lots going on in Mag Mile, and I always like to highlight it because sometimes people don't venture downtown and, you know, it's just, they're just not doing it, but there are reasons to visit, and I know you can highlight some of those for us, Kimberly. What's going on?
1: Oh, I certainly can, and and I think, Anna, you know, I'll just go back to something else you mentioned, which mm-hmm. is, um, you know, we, we are living lives somewhat differently now, post-pandemic. We lived them very differently during the pandemic, um, and we know that people's, visitation patterns and theater patterns and even work patterns have shifted. Um, but we can guarantee that if you are downtown, there will be so many wonderful things that will surprise and delight you. Um, I mean, I mentioned 360 Chicago just a minute ago. Um, they are reporting double-digit growth. Um, so I think there is this belief that, that uh, things are, are slow or struggling downtown. But certainly um, not the case, um, or at least um, not always the case. We have uh, so many different things that are happening here, new and exciting and innovative openings. Uh, we just opened the Perceptual Experience. that just opened on Friday, and that's artist Michael Murphy. It's um, uh, So he's an alumnus of uh, the Art Institute of Chicago and created a special installation here at the same place that hosted Prince, the office and the friends experience uh, right at uh, in the same space as Nordstrom's. um So that's amazing. We've got um, some pop-ups that are happening. We've got a Nomi pop-up at the park. Um, and Nomi is of course, another restaurant that is gorgeous, beautiful views of Jane Byrne park. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have another uh, pop-up with the peninsula that is a sushi pop. Um, the Peninsula, if people don't know, was just voted the second-best hotel in the world. What? Um, and yes, yes. Our and Peninsula or the
0: Peninsula, the Peninsula? Our, our, Well, our Peninsula, the Peninsula
1: Hotel Chicago. All right. How about that? Yes. Second, second best hotel in the world, um, which you know, of course, means that they're going to they're going to work their tails off to be the best hotel in the world <laughs> next year. Um, you know, we, we are a competitive bunch. Um, I mean, we just we just opened the, the St. Regis Hotel. Speaking of hotels, the St. Regis Hotel just opened, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and amazing views from their terrace. Um, but in terms of other experiences, we have two limited engagements um, that are on Michigan Avenue at the Wrigley Building. We have See Ukraine, which is all things Ukraine. Um, you know, that that country um, is near and dear to so many of us as it is experiencing war. This is a wonderful way to go uh, experience the, the culture and the food. Um, and then right next to it is another uh, limited engagement called the Cultural Exchange. And as soon as you walk into that space, Anna, you'll be greeted by a real-life, real-size, um, I've just lost the name of it, um, yurt. A yurt that the nomadic peoples of Kyrgyzstan live in. Y- you can't find that anywhere in, uh, I would imagine, anywhere in the country, but it's right here on Michigan Avenue. Um no, worth I'm discovering. Sorry, I could go on
0: and on. No, I and I. We jump, just jump in. Jump we in. just checked out the museum of ice cream. Um, this a yeah. couple of weeks ago, which was a huge hit mm-hmm. with uh, the family. Yeah. And you know, there there yep. are some fun yep. things. I mean, I know there there are a few headwinds with people see those blue flashing lights, and then they worry a little bit about you know the crime and things like that. I mean, how do you address mm-hmm. those concerns, Kimberly? When you hear about them, um, when people say, you know, mm, is is it worth it?
1: Yes. Well, let me, let me just talk about the blue flashing lights. Um, right now, our informal poll is running about 50-50 with people saying they like the blue flashing lights and other people saying they appreciate the presence of the police on the avenue and they, they wish that the blue lights weren't flashing. Here's a little tidbit, though. Some of the police cars um, are older and thus don't have the ability to have solid blue lights. Um, so sometimes just going behind the scenes for a moment, you, you get the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. Um so when we have a brand new fleet of cars we'd be I think happy to have them on without flashing but that is um in part why you see the flashing blue lights those are part of a what's called a strategic um uh deployment initiative so those are additional officers that we have on Michigan Avenue just to make sure that everybody um feels as safe as we think they are we're seeing our uh crime stats Trend in the right direction. We've just um, taken a, a fresh look at Michigan Avenue's stats. They are they are looking um, better. Uh, they continue to improve, and we've also made a huge investment as an association in safety. And this is all new work for us. Anna. Um, you know, five years ago we weren't. We weren't um, engaged in a lot of the things that we do today because, of course, of, of the pandemic. That that shifted the way that we as an association operate. Mm-hmm. Um, and recognizing that safety and security are, are of the utmost importance, we've done all sorts of things. We have collaborations with, of course, the Chicago Police Department, but the Sheriff's Office. Um, Sheriff Tom Dart has an additional resource uh, just off Michigan Avenue in River North. It's an outpost funded by the... Um, Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul, a special grant that that he was able to provide, that gives us additional patrols. So we have two patrols from the sheriff's office: the patrol mm-hmm. on Michigan Avenue every day. We have our own corridor ambassador program funded by the city of Chicago. We opened a brand new visitor center right at the corner of uh, Chicago
0: and Michigan Avenue, mm-hmm. and um, lots to discover ambassadors, Lots ambassadors to discover ambassadors up and down the avenue. Kimberly, I don't mean to uh, cut it short there, but we do need to go to the break. Thank you for taking that question about the safety. It always comes up, and uh, and I know that's not why you came on, but I, I really appreciate your honesty in just going forward and explaining what is happening and and addressing that issue. So um and all the things that are going on that are worth coming down to the magmile for. Kimberly Bears is the CEO and president of the Mag Mile Association. Thank you, Kimberly. Have a good weekend. Thank you so much. We're going to get to the news here at the bottom of the hour right here on WGN. Tchau